0: This is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. And the intention is is that little by little, or (laughs) by leaps and bounds, we are entering into greater degrees of spiritual awareness, uh, consciousness, and the ability to align ourselves with spiritual truth, spiritual principles, and spirit itself. Uh, especially with times that are so um, uncertain with the COVID, the virus, um, fires, uh, all kinds of natural disasters, it throws us into a, um, so much uncertainty. And it begins to go, wait, what makes sense here? How do I see this in a way that um, creates more serenity with what is, uh, as opposed to just continually darkening our days and darkening our spirits? Um, In the the 12-step program, there's a serenity prayer, you probably all all heard it before, but it says, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. And with fires, with natural disasters, uh, some of that we have no control over. And so to surrender and accept that I cannot change is admit my powerlessness brings me to a greater realization of who I am in here, not as some pathetic loser who has no control, but maybe I'm maybe there's something else I'm missing here in that perspective, in that definition and the way perceiving of perceiving myself or others. So with so much uncertainty, we begin to question, what is reality and what's this all about? And as I mentioned in the just the previous podcast, life is working for us. And we have an opportunity to ask the question, well, if that's true, that's a perspective you get to choose. If it's true that life is working for us and working for you, then how is it working for me? What is it showing me? What is it demonstrating? What is it providing? And then being willing to and look, uh, looking at it more clearly. Uh, And that's what we get to do. One of these things, and one of the elements of um, what the COVID time is uh, doing in terms of quarantining people and what they're experiencing within that is quite often they're saying, you know what, I don't really like going to work. I don't like the job. I don't like the people that I'm working with, or I don't like the environment. Uh, it's stifling. It hurts my, my spirit self. Um, I, it's not um, con- conducive to thriving. Um, I'm putting in the hours, but it doesn't make me happy and it doesn't bring fulfillment. And so I come home stressed and with nothing to contribute to my children and my partner. And um, this is, I would say, 90% of my clients come in with this level of um, dis-ease with their work. And in fact, the study shows that probably 80% of the people on the planet hate their jobs. They don't like their jobs. And, you know, we can rationalize and go, well, if there's that many people who hate their job, I'm just one of those. And I'll just keep doing that because that's what the majority of the people in the world do. Or it's like, wow, do we really need to do work that we hate? Do we really need to work at places that aren't fulfilling and maybe hurt our souls or hurt our sense of self? Uh, Working with people who diminish us or disrespect us or don't see us for our value? Do I really need to do that? And and it's a it's a huge question, and I would say, like I said, ninety percent of my clients are questioning <laughs> their reality. Of well, what's mine to do? And one young fellow, he's twenty five, and he's looking for a job, and he's um, not looking for a job. He's looking for. There's a he's. I think it's the dynamic and the dilemma that so many of us experience is that I he is this delightful human being with full potential and that he thrives in the natural world. He thrives in the physical, physical as an athletic and in, in the natural world. And when he's outside and he's participating in nature, that's when he's his happiest and most fulfilled. And, uh, when he's trying, and I've got that in air quotes, trying to fit in, Uh, he's not happy, but he's struggling to fit in because that's the model of our paradigm is you're supposed to fit in. You're supposed to want to work at a bank or you're supposed to want to be a lawyer doctor or something fantastic. Uh, Again, in air quotes. And so he's trying to fit in uh, because that's what he thinks he's supposed to do. And the element of that is I can't make money doing what I love. That's a big uh, conversation that so many people are having in their heads, I can't make money at this. And whatever this is, uh, the truth is you can, if you want to. And if you can get out of your own way in terms of the list of why you can't make money this way, uh, as opposed to make a list of all the reasons why you can and all the, uh, all the, all the, the, the what it brings to you in in living in your passion and living in your in what makes you happy and fulfilled because when you're fulfilled and your human spirit is fulfilled you bring that joy to your children to your friends to your family to most importantly to yourself and the people you serve uh, but that's a huge dilemma because again like my client I'll call him Carl Carl's like oh I'm supposed to do this but he has such resistance and the resistance is, is an indicator, as I was talking about in the past um, previous uh, podcast about how life is working for you. Life is working for, for Carl by saying, yeah, see this thing called resistance? Uh, it's telling you something. <laughs> There's a message here for you. And so as we explore, what's that resistance? Where does that come from? What's that about? we get clearer about what's really happening not so as much on the circumstances of looking for a job and finding a job and being qualified for a job and getting hired for a job it's that but it's also resisting going in the direction that there's a big part of you that is opposing or the the source of that resistance is could be bigger than not bigger in so many ways I have to take a breath. So quite often, and so listening to Carl, I'm hearing that where he was finding joy, as in um, learning specific um, applications for photography, or certain applications for code reading, certain applications that were initially enticing and, and, and inspiring, he got to a point where he's like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And it looked as though, though wherever there was um, it was related to work or business or making money, he resisted. It was like he would back away from it. And so as a coach, as a life and spiritual and transformational coach, I'm listening for where's the, what is that? That he's like, oh, I'm all about photography. I'm all about uh, Photoshop. I'm all about that and then hmm, can't find the time for it. So as we're distinguishing what's all of this about, part of it is this part that says, I can't have I can't make money. I can't I, I I would love to love my work. But that's not what most people feel. So I can't want that. I have to do what everybody else is doing. We go along with how we've been domesticated, as opposed to going, hell no, I really want to have fun every single day. Uh, What's there's a saying, you know, if a man does or if a person does what they do, because they love it, they never work a day in their life. And that's pretty much how I feel with my work as a transformational coach and as a writer and facilitator of trainings and organizations and things like that facilitations. I love what I do every day. So every day is fun. And it's hard work. It's not like it's not work or hard work. I put a lot of effort in and a lot of presence into it to have it be what it is. Uh, so coming back to um, listening for what is that that gets in the way of people saying, yeah, I can do what I love and I can make money at it. Um, I can make a living at it and 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 I can, period. And you can, Period. And it takes some resolve, and it takes that, I'm using and a lot, and, 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 uh, but that part where it's like, what needs to shift so that, I am, so that I allow myself to even imagine what it would be like to do something that I love to do? Quite often in my, well, every single coaching session I have and with every single client, the question is, what is it you want? What is it you want? And a lot of times people won't answer that question. They don't know how to answer their question or they're afraid to answer that question. Uh, and they'll come up with justifications or, well, and they'll give me a story. And it's like, no, I, I want to know what you want. Do you want to love what you're doing every day? Yeah, but I don't think we're You know, It's like, do you want to love what you do every day? Do you want to love being in relation to your children? Do you want to love being in relation to your dog? Do you want to love being in relation to your work? Yes. Okay, great. What's in the way of that? What's the obstacles? Well, my thinking, my interpretations, my thoughts, the way I was brought up, the customs, the the culture. That's right. All of those things showed up. And you still want what you want. And do you want it enough to say... Okay, I'm willing to shift some of those thoughts. Okay, I'm willing to shift those relationships. Okay, I'm willing to <clears throat> be with myself in a different way so that I can actually know what I want. Those are big questions for people. Honest to God, I mean that's why <laughs> that's why people hire a coach, but hire somebody that can say what is it that's in the way? What's the obstacle? And are you willing, Are you do you want what you want enough that you're willing to make some shifts and changes and willing to practice something different? And most importantly, are you willing to train yourself to want happiness, to want fulfillment, to want peace and serenity? You want to train yourself to live in that as opposed to train yourself to live in the the suffering, the settling, and the surviving. We've been trained to live in suffering, settling, and surviving. We have to train ourselves and be feel the conviction that I want what I want enough that I'm, um, I've got my convictions that I can make this happen. Other people have made it happen. I can make it happen. And that's what I want for you. That's what I want for you. So um, however you want to go about that, if you want it for you, I just uh, ask you to be curious about watching yourself. How much of your time are you spending feeling bad, um, complaining, uh, worrying, being upset, feeling guilty or shame, um, uh, negative, dismissed, disrespected, uh, abused, violated? How much of your time is being spent in that? And To what degree are you ready to move out of that into something else? And uh, when you're ready, it's a great time to call a coach. And that doesn't have to be me. It can be anybody. And if you feel like you prefer to work with a therapist, I totally, uh, totally, totally appreciate that and go for it. If you have some substance abuse issues or other addictive patterns that you want help with, there's the 12-step programs for everybody. And that's a great fellowship for support in all ways. All right. I think that's it for today. I want you to have a great life. I want you to love what you do every day. And I want you to prosper and experience the abundance of what occurs when you love what you do every day. That's what I want for you. All right. Big hugs. Bye for now.